love making this podcast and we would love to have it supported by a listener like you. So uh, go ahead, click the link in our show notes and join the awesome empire. <laughs> Welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. <laughs> I'm challenging myself to go in like different directions. I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful. We hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the, I was going to say something other than sexy and talented, mocking me by lip syncing to what I'm saying, my husband and yours, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hey. Hey. (laughs) So annoying. We are in Pleasant Pictures Studio in Provo, Utah. It's a beautiful day outside. We started recording this podcast a few days ago, but then got in a fight. And we've since come to get back together, huh, hon? You need to have a good fight every once in a while. Yeah, you do. And that's something you and I are learning to do instead of just being okay with everything. It, it was really good. It like sparked a conversation that needed to happen. I feel better. Do you feel better? I feel way better. Oh, good. We're... <laughs> <laughs> thank this, heavens. Thank the, thank the sweet Lord. Okay, <laughs> so this is episode 156, Three Quick Ways to Inspire a Different Mindset. This was a really fun episode to collaborate with. Eric has been crushing it with ideas, taking notes on the podcast, bringing episode concepts to the table. He's like, let's go do the podcast. What do you want to talk about? I'm like, "Uh." it's true. It is true. It also coincides directly with the three things we're going to share today. It does. These are the three things I've been doing. So this this really... um, Lesson learned. (laughs) We're practicing what we preach before. Before we get into the three quick ways to inspire a different mindset, I want to talk about what we have decided to do for the awesome empire. The awesome empire is you. Those of you who listen to the podcast, you are our friends. We love you. And... You know, we wanted to make the podcast supported by listeners like you. We were having some PayPal and Venmo, and it was hard for me to like keep track and thank people. So Eric and I thought about it, and we have created a Patreon. Currently, we have 12 members. I think we should tell them how many we have. We, yeah, of course. Okay, cool. right. Like Because you hear us talking about stuff like this. Yeah. And the, the podcast gets tens of thousands of downloads each yeah. episode. Yeah. And so you hear us saying, like, we have a Patreon. It's $5 a month. We'll tell you, like, what kind of perks there are in it. But you're over here thinking, like, oh, like, I don't matter because they have all these other people. And I'm like, no, we have 12 people. And you know what? I'm so grateful for those 12 people. They're supporting us and the podcast and the awesome empire with $5 a month. Listen, I have never in my life been able to relate more to not having five extra dollars a month. Okay. So if this is something that really isn't on the docket for you, or maybe you already sent us a little something, something, and you're like, they keep hitting me up. No, no, no. That's not the intention. (laughs) The intention, I mean, is the intention. No, the intention is to really create a community within the podcast. And when you invest a little bit, you feel more invested and we are invested. And Eric, tell the people, 
people what you have been doing for the 12 lucky recipients so I've far. I've been, uh, that's called Eric's Thoughts. I don't even know if they're good. but They're I'm ra- so good. They really are. You're a very talented writer. Well, thanks. I so, seriously was like surprised. <laughs> not surprised. She, she didn't even know. <laughs> I was impressed. Not surprised. I was impressed. So yeah, I've written a bunch. I'm just sending out thoughts. And Are you sending them out weekly? I think it's been almost weekly. I mean, my goal, like the minimum I'm going to do is twice a month. Oh, but I think I that's but, great. Yeah. Twice a month is like my promise, but to commit to something once a week is very difficult. It really is. Like you were gone in Europe. We tried to do it last week and then we got in a fight, fight and then you had to go to some <laughs> appointment or something. Yeah. So weekly is hard to commit to. Twice a month is very doable and that's what I commit to, but it's, I think it's been more than that. For Eric's thoughts, we really want to do the podcast every week. So we're working towards that. And honestly, knowing that there are people out there contributing to the Patreon is so awesome. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. you can, It's really like, fun. Yeah. There's been comments and, it, it and back keeps and us, forth. It, yeah. There's comments. I love that there's comments and Eric is in there. So we want to invite you to the community. We'll put a link in the bio. And I do want to give a special shout out. If you were one of our 12, you are our disciples. You are our apostles. <laughs> You are 12 is a beautiful, sacred number. It really is. And we are so grateful to have to have you. Yeah, and, likewise. We're super grateful. Yeah, you and I will do some exclusive content too. Yeah, we're going to create um, some of the meditations and different things. So if you're part of my um, Awesome On Demand program, we're making updates to that. This is this is slightly different than that. If you're like, is it the same thing? No, it's different. And Eric is much more involved in, well, it's Eric's running the show here on the Awesome Empire, supporting the Awesome with Allison and Eric too podcast. So happy to talk through a little bit of housekeeping with you guys and also just say thank you so much for the support that you've been showing us over the past couple months as we've come back to the podcast. So these ideas, we want you to be able to use them without having to put out a lot of effort, cost, energy, because when, so we're saying to a different mindset, three quick ways to inspire a different mindset. I'm not saying a better mindset. I'm not saying the correct mindset. I'm not saying the right, the positive I'm just saying a different mindset. That right there is going to ease some of the tension. That right there is going to ease some of the pressure that you're putting on yourself. So let's just really focus on that. Hey, I'm not really liking the results. Like I went out to brunch with this woman. She's so smart. She's talented, you know, kind of a budding new friendship. And I got in the car afterwards and I was like, I don't like who I just, I don't like Allison, the person who was just at brunch. Like she was complaining and I was being kind of hard on myself, but I took it as an opportunity to evaluate what can I do to shift my mindset so that I I feel more in a line with the woman who's showing up. And and not just because like I'm good and I, I want somebody else to think I'm good. Because at first I went there, I'm like, oh, she's going to think I'm negative. She's not going to ever want to hang out with me again. <laughs> I definitely went there first. But over the last couple of days since that interaction happened, I thought, okay, well, obviously I'm not showing up the way I know I love to show up. What can I do to, to get closer to that and have a different mindset? So the first... Well, can I just oh. start? So the, the whole premise of this is a quote from Einstein to give sort of context to this oh, idea. Oh, love it, love it. He says, you can't solve a problem with the same mindset that caused it. And so what I've noticed recently in my life is that a lot of my same thought patterns are from a, my same mindset. Mm. And I've had, now that I've kind of changed my schedule a little bit, doing diff- things different and doing these things, my mindset, yeah, I don't know if it's better, but it's different. And so 
all the new perspectives that I'm getting are definitely giving me so much like more solutions and viewpoints and realizations to my problems. And so that's why I'm very excited about these three things. So continue. I just wanted to share that quote real quick. No, I love that you shared that. And I actually have a different version of that quote in my book. Oh, wait, remember how my book's coming out? So soon. Oh, August 16th. Uh, Please pre-order it. I would really appreciate it. Gosh, I feel like I'm asking for so much, but we're going to give. We're going to give. And it says that you can't solve problems from the same level of thinking that created them. And I like the, who knows what the like specific quote is, but I love the twist on it because this concept of levels of thinking or you said, is it reality or mindset? No, you can't say solve a problem with the same mindset that created it or that caused it. It's kind of a cool visual representation for me, this idea of putting on the glasses and then, you know, what's coming out. We're putting on glasses and they're like, a two-way mirror though. We're like putting on a new mindset and it's a two-way mirror where you're looking out and you see differently and you're looking in and you see differently and you receive differently and you perceive differently. And so if you're having some problems, (laughs) who isn't? (laughs) If you're having some problems, if you're feeling, you know, just really kind of hopeless, run down, or even if you're feeling great. If you're feeling good and you want to feel bad, this is a good way to Yeah, this is a good way to (laughs) If you're feeling really good. I'm tired of feeling good. I don't deserve this. Yes. Okay. So let's hop into those three quick uh, ways. What's the first one? The first one is to change location. And this could mean travel. Location, location. Hey, like they say in real estate, location, location, location. With your mindset, just practice that. Location, location, location. 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 Go for a walk, travel. I got to go to Europe with my mom and my 11-year-old daughter. Come on, like how good is that? And one of the reasons I was so, so excited to do it is because I felt so trapped in my mindset right before I left. I came back and could kind of feel that that mindset creeping in, but I had this this anchor to tie into. So everybody see if you can get to Europe. No, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> that's why we didn't do tip number one is travel. Tip number one is change location. When you change location, even if it's where you're working, how you're sleeping, sometimes I sleep upside down in the bed. Like I put my head at the foot of the bed when I'm having a hard time sleeping or I was tossing and turning the night before. Change location can be, you know, let's say you usually work from your kitchen table. Maybe you go work on your couch. Maybe you work from your bed. Maybe you usually work from your bed. Go work outside or go work at a cafe, right? Just this idea of changing location And what is surrounding you creates different neural pathways, creates different connections, and will really help shift your mindset more than you really Mm -hmm. um, perceive. Yes. Um, Yeah. I I love this because in the mornings, sometimes I get on my phone and sit there and scroll and I I know that, that I just feel crappy. When I change locations and I don't do that, even if I go scroll somewhere else, yeah, usually I'm not scrolling as long. It's not this, it's like you get in a rut. That's what it is. It's a rut. Yeah. It's a mindset. It's a rut. So even something that simple, I like to run in different parts of the trail, like different things to change it up. And I see different things, you know, meet different people. So change location. I love that. And I remember from a great creativity teacher and in my advertising program forever ago, you know, when you're really focused on what it takes to become a creative thinker, there was somebody who said that he drove to work a different way every single time. 
And so even the journey, the path, the route, gas is so freaking expensive. So, but maybe you can walk in a different place. So these are quick, easy ways. Change location. This doesn't mean that you have to have the budget or the means to do something lavish. It just means move your body. Move it or lose it, my friends. Okay, let's move to tip number two because we both really, really love this one. And it is write things down. Ooh, so to move into that, I want to share a quote from the book Loving What Is by Byron Katie. This is an OG self-help, self-evaluation book where she focuses on something called the work. And the work is referring to four questions that you ask yourself. And there's, she calls it the judge your neighbor worksheet. Again, it's Byron Katie, B-Y-R-O-N. We will link to this in the show notes. I love this book. And I had read this book maybe five or six years ago. I was running through the work every now and again, like in my head. And then I was working with some friends in a new book group and they chose this book. I'm like, oh, I've already read it, you know? And I got it out and I actually decided to physically write down. That's what she says, to write down the questions, the exercises. And it helped me solve so many of the issues that I had been doing in my brain. And this quote from the book is, this is why it works. She says, Please avoid the temptation to continue without writing down your judgments. If you try to do the work in your head without putting your thoughts on paper, the mind will outsmart you. Before you're even aware of it, it will be off and running into another story to prove that it's right. But though the mind can justify itself faster than the speed of light, it can be stopped through the act of writing. Once the mind is stopped on paper, thoughts remain stable and inquiry can easily be applied. She also says, and this is very similar to The Artist's Way, which is another journaling practice that I've talked about before, highly recommend. She says, write down your thoughts without trying to censor them. Sit with your pen and paper and just wait. The words will come. The story will come. And if you really want to know the truth, if you're not afraid to see your story on paper, the ego will write like a maniac. It doesn't care. It's totally uninhibited. This is the day the ego has been waiting for. Give it its life on paper. It has been waiting for you to stop just once and really listen to it. It will tell you everything like a child. Then when the mind is expressed on paper, you can inquire. That's amazing. Isn't that great? Yes. This has been the number one thing to help me overcome PTSD, trauma, disassociation, working through my psychotic break, working through my physical health ailments is writing. Writing my book, journaling, writing just for me, writing notes in my phone. Even yesterday, I was doing this photo shoot for the book promotion. It all sounds so glamorous and fun, but we're over here like, how do we pay our bills? Do I actually need to be doing this? And I texted Eric while I just... I knew that it would, I, I knew that it was the thing to do, but I just couldn't understand, like my brain kept outsmarting itself. And so I texted Eric and I just let myself say like, I'm spiraling into doom. What am I even doing? Like, what's the point? Like, this was such a bad idea. And he wrote back some really awesome words of encouragement. Like people aren't buying the book for the book cover. They're not buying the book for the photo shoot. They're buying it for your beautiful words and you've already offered them. Seeing that, I mean, I'm, I know I'm so lucky to have Eric who could say that, but seeing it in writing, me putting even like the text message, right? Like me putting it down in writing, my mind was on loop. The whole two hour drive up there where I got pulled over, the whole two hour drive up to the location, I was quote unquote working on my mindset. 
And it still was just looping and looping and looping. It was like my brain was outsmarting itself before I could even get to the thing. And so that was just like a quick example of how even just expressing that to someone, whether or not they come back with the perfect response, which oftentimes, let's face it, people don't come back with the perfect response. So giving yourself that place to listen to yourself on paper is so, so important. So um, you've been writing a ton of stuff down lately. I mean, that's kind of what Eric's thoughts is to me. It's been awesome because once I sit and think and like express what I am learning and seeing, it, it just like crystallizes that message in my heart. And it's different because some, there's books that I'll go back and reread because I really want to learn the lesson. But if you really want to learn the lesson, go write it down how it applies to you. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. That's what I've been doing. Amen. So if you're interested, like I said, I don't know if they're great. They but are. Go see. Go see. Well, I just think it's awesome because you're exemplifying. I've noticed a huge difference in we used to do the podcast and that's a practice I've had for years and years because of the the nature of the work I do. I take notes in my phone all of the time. You know, we're touring museums. I'm taking notes. I'm reading. I'm taking notes. It doesn't matter if I'm reading fantasy or self-help. I'm taking notes. I keep notes in my phone I mean, that's a huge way that I wrote my whole book was like auto dictating notes in my phone. I've been a little bummed lately. I I go to sit down and write. I go to take notes and there's like nothing. There's like no voice. There's no like thought. I, I don't know. It's like that, that idea generator has felt a little dead and quiet. And this morning when I was running... I didn't listen to my my book. I just listened to some kind of like background music and I could hear the narration start again. Like I could hear the like thoughts, the ideas that wanted to be said, that wanted to be shared. I was so excited and it also was kind of this cool lesson of even when it's quiet, even when you feel like there's nothing to say, keep showing up for yourself. Keep giving yourself the space, the place, the time to have those thoughts come to you. Don't get so fussy about writing them down. Don't get so fussy that it has to be at the right time, oh, yeah, place, <laughs> space. It has to be on a piece of paper. It can't be in your phone, right? Like, no. So, sometimes if I'm writing, you just do like four or five words in your notes in your phone. Yeah. And then you can come back because you remember what you were going to say. Or you, you know what? If you're in the flow and you're, and you're just being intentional about being present, you know when to stop and write and you know when to put it in there and get it later. It's not, there's not some, there's not some formula to doing all this perfect except be in the moment. Mm, I think that's awesome. To tie it back to the objective of this episode is just to inspire a different mindset. When you are in a loop, 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 like you were saying, like a rut, that mindset keeps looping back, challenge, not challenge yourself, invite yourself to write it down. Invite yourself to just write it all down, grab loving what is, get the free worksheet online, get the artist way, or just sit down and write, right? Like you don't have to buy the books yeah, to do this. Just feel and write. So, and both of us know that that is the, one of the very, very top ways to not only to have a different mindset, but to heal. Yeah. I, I really view writing stuff down as like, moving on it is it's, it's, so it's, healing. it's just like you, we have these ruts that our, our egos and minds love to loop because they love to be relevant as soon as you write it down you're basically stealing the power from your ego and your mind and you're like yeah this is how it is this is and then and then you're you, you physically it's like your mind physically moves on from i that. love that it really is so we hope that helps you and i've never known that before until now so i'm new to this you're doing great well thanks i i've researched and read and learned about a lot of this a lot. And reading that passage from Byron Katie this time that the mind is going to outsmart itself, that clicked 
I clicked mm-hmm. a whole. I've watched you out. I mean, I outsmart myself too. You're, you're just really good at it. I'm I'm terrifyingly good yeah. at it. I like I can, and I don't mean to be outsmarting doctors, therapists. Like I don't mean to outsmart you anyone. You outsmart yourself. I outsmart myself, and so then I can outsmart everybody around yeah. me into thinking that I'm sane. No. Just- <laughs> But, um, you know, we've got a handle on that now. So I found the people who can spot it in me. That's been game changing. So I'm very happy about that. And I'm very happy about our third tip for inspiring a different mindset. Observe nature. Nature's the best. It is the best. Nature's the the greatest gift. It's it's like it's just (laughs) such a clear reflection on reality. Mm. It's, it is. It overpowers you, even if your mind is looping. If you go to, a, to a, such a beautiful place, there's a sunset that's going to grab you. There's a river. There's there's a meadow. There's something that's going to grab you and force you to like respect it in awe. I love that. I have been really interested in all of the butterflies. And I've been really interested in the butterfly symbolism. You know, in some cultures and different thoughts, that beliefs, there's the idea that butterflies are angels, ancestors visiting you. There's also just all the symbolism of rebirth and, you know, the caterpillar. I got really into butterflies last season and started getting this little field guide that says the different types of butterflies. So I'm looking. I want to learn the names. I love words. I like learning the names of things. It was very hard at first. I felt like I don't even see any butterflies. And this morning I was running and I seriously felt like butterflies were like dive bombing me. There were so many butterflies. I started thinking about how when you look for butterflies, you're going to start seeing more butterflies. By giving myself something to observe in nature, something specific, and it invites me to appreciate it more. I had some friends over that I spent some time with, and every single night when we were walking home to this house that we were staying in together, I would point out the moon. Because just the view that we had of the moon was so specific, and I'd even forgot that I had done that, and then they were over, and I was walking Natalie to her car, and I said, look, look through the trees, there's the moon, and then we both started laughing because I forgot that I did I did that same thing. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> when, we, when we had spent that time together, as I take an interest in different aspects of nature and observe it more, I am able to find all of these ties, and so if you're... you're you're feeling a little bit disconnected from the natural world. I felt that way for years and years and years. And it really has a lot to do with your nervous system. It really has a lot to do with your conditioning. And it also has a lot to, a lot to do with your temperament and what you find interest in. So it's been really healing, really empowering, and really fun to use the way my brain works to enjoy and observe nature. And I find myself being able to enjoy more uh, more of everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And even by nature, you know, spending time with animals, spending time with pets, spending time with insects, the natural world and just observing like Spike is sitting right next to me. He is on a couple of pillows. His eyes are closed. He's twitching because he's asleep. He's like in a deep oh, yeah. sleep, doing a little like twitch. Yeah. 
Eric and I always say we love these little spirits that are in our home, these little animal spirits. We've got our cat. We've got the dog. We've got the fish outside in the ponds. We've got the turtle. We've got the chickens. Just observing them and being around them and seeing really how life takes care of itself. Nature is cyclical and watching how it all takes care of itself. It helps really boost my hope. It helps you understand yourself too. Yeah. There's seasons, there's cycles, there's ups and there's downs, there's life and there's death. What's so cool about nature is like we could say what we've learned personally from it, but mm-hmm. and, and and the benefits of that. But I, I just feel like it's an unlimited teacher. Like the lessons mm. are unlimited. Mm-hmm. Like someone's going to go out there and be inspired, and it's just going to make a connection to their soul. I wrote about that the river in one of my thoughts like two weeks ago, where I, I looked to the right and I saw the river and the light was so bright and looked. It was almost like a violent river. It was so exciting and bubbly. And then I looked to the left and it was so calm. It looked like a different river. It was the same thing. It was just my perspective looking at it. So I wrote about that and what I learned from it. But that's what I love about nature is, is when you're out there, it forces you to be present and then you can learn whatever you need to learn. Boom. That's it. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Three quick, easy, inexpensive, accessible, doable ways to... Pop yourself, invite yourself, shimmy, boogie, oogie, woogie yourself into a different mindset. I'm going to rally them off, change location, write things down, observe nature. That's it. You've got this. You've got this. You've got this. We are so lucky to have this space where we get to share these ideas because Just like you were saying, Eric, one of the awesome things you've been doing is because you're invested in the podcast, because you're invested in sharing your thoughts, you're more motivated to write them down. You are a little more observant and then it holds you like to a little bit of accountability. Which I love. And I love too. So that's why it really is so awesome to have this platform and to have you guys here because without you guys here, it's really just me and Eric and we love each other and we're happy to talk, but we love having you guys be a part of this beautiful conversation we're having. So thank you so much. Eric, is there a review? Do we have any new reviews? Okay, we don't have any new reviews. <laughs> All good. Hey, we're not fronting over here. This is, but we are still sending out my "I'm doing awesome" journal is what we've been sending out to the the winner that we choose who leaves a review. So if you want to pop on to iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is you listen and leave a review, we are so grateful for that. Again, like we said, we'd love to have you as part of the awesome empire that Eric's going to be sharing his thoughts. It supports the podcast. We'll put some exclusive content in there and you can find that link in our bio. But other than that, I just want to remind you, only you can be you and you are already as awesome as you need to be. Ooh, Eric, take us out on something good. Take us out on something sexy. Okay, well... Which adjective should I use? (laughs) How about I just take you out on this song? I (laughs) I just finished a new album called Morning in the Cathedral. Oh, it's not sexy, but it's very beautiful. <laughs> Songs, it's good music to write to. Oh yeah, this is, oh my gosh. Yeah. I've been running to this. I listen to my mixes and then come home and fix what I need to fix. And so this, this has been such an amazing companion in the early mornings. So um, this song's called Angelica. 
Angelica is the statue in our patio in our little oh, garden. Oh yeah, we named our angel Angelica. She watches over all the plants. So this is, is this album available on? No, not yet. It'll come out later this month. So this is a sneak peek. Okay, cool. And but when it is available, it will be on Spotify. You'll be able to oh, yeah, stream it'll be it. It'll be, yeah, Apple, Spotify, wherever you like. So I know we get so many comments from people saying that they love the music at the end of the podcast, and you have your music library, Pleasant Pictures Music yeah, Club, right? And I, actually, the, these songs I've already finished the album. I just haven't released it on Spotify and stuff. These songs are actually in my library. So if you you could go preview them there, or if you want to use them for your videos, you can. You can buy them. But for those of you who are like, that's not really applicable to me, I've really been encouraging Eric to upload albums so that people can listen to his music. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be, here we go. A couple of weeks and it'll be up on all the streaming services. But this song is called Angelica. It's from a new, uh, a new album called Morning in the Cathedral. Thank you. 